okay. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, if I'm gone, I'm going in a blaze of glory. Middle finger to the niggas that did nothing for me. Revolutionary suicide, Malcolm X. I ain't tripping off niggas, it's on that stupid shit. I be on that militant mind, that revolution shit. I spit the real, niggas better get used to this. I kill beats and murder whatever booth I'm in. I ain't talking peace, I ain't on that Martin Luther shit. Cause when you black, they bust no matter who you with. Yo, 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 this your boy Tay from the Bay. Well, this your boy the Real Tay. You know what I'm saying? And this is another episode of Power Powder and Dollars. Femi, uh, today we got a few topics that we're going to discuss, but you know, first I was just talking to my partner Tay over here uh, about a situation that occurred with me and some, you know, some, some folks I've been hanging out since I moved back home to California. And, you know, it caused me to separate myself, not this situation in particular, but um, some situations like it, you know, I feel like um, certain things that people do are kind of red flags to how they would respond in, in other situations. Um, would you agree with that, Tay? I do. Right. So, you know, um, it was interesting to me because, you know, we was at a little get together at, you know, one of the folks house and it was a few, a few of us over there. And, you know, I had already had, um, I feel like problems kind of connecting with like how my mindset is versus how their mindset is. What I mean by that is, you know, uh, you know, me and the real table will go out, we'll get lit, we'll have drinks, we'll have a good ass time, dance, blah, 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 blah. You feel me? We can step over here and have a intellectual conversation. You know what I'm saying? And to me, having an intellectual conversation isn't mentally and emotionally draining. It's it's you know, intellectual to me comes comes natural. So I don't I don't I don't feel differently about having conversations um regardless of if if we're agreeing or disagreeing about the conversation. It's the same to me. We can disagree and have a conversation, cordial conversation, kind of just building. Right. Right? But some people it seems as if depending on the direction of the conversation, they feel as if it, it weighs heavily on them. It, it, it exerts energy. And that's kind of a, a strange thing to me. So that was kind of one of the first factors that kind of uh, had me feeling a type of way, you know, kind of, you know, the, the, the mentality of um, today isn't a day to think. Let's just go out here, be ratchet, have fun and, you know, do whatever. And I just feel like every day is a day to think. And, and there's no separation for me between a good time and a day to think. To me, a thinking day is a good time. So the last straw was kind of, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a, a few different things that, you know, was kind of going on in terms of that. But one of the last straws was, um, I'm over, to, I'm going over, to, I'm at the crib uh, that's, that the party's being thrown at, and I'm playing some music. Um, and one, you know, I don't want to say this generation because these, these folks ain't, you know, 25 years old. You know, they, they, they like 35, 32, 30. They around my age. And it was like, you know, there used to be a big difference between slow music, mid-tempo music, and fast-tempo music. And now it seems as if they shove mid-tempo 
and like a slow, slow jams into the same group. Have you ever, have you ever got that vibe too? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's natural shit. Natural, natural. Uh, what do you call it, bro? Like music just grows in a way that we ain't necessarily comprehending, but right. I get what it's you're like, saying though. It's like, if it has, if it isn't just this super fast tempo, it's considered slow music. That's one. So I'm playing some music and you know, people are, what's it called? Shazam in the tracks, trying to figure out what the tracks are. They, they, they like the, they like the songs, you know, the songs that they haven't heard before. Cause I don't really play a lot of mainstream music. You know, my vibe is generally kind of mid tempo. People call it like smoking music, like, like music you hide to and whatnot. People that know me, they know, you know, I listen to a lot of mid tempo R and B tracks or like, you know, or rap tracks. Um, so one, this one chick that always seemed like she kind of delegate and, and people kind of fall in like it's high school, you know, was like, oh, can y'all, can you play something faster? All this music's slow. So I play something that I feel like it's a little faster. She, she don't like, she don't like it. So she has to get the control. But then all she's doing is playing songs at the same tempo by popular artists. Now, at some point I got the control back and I'm playing this track that's like a, I think it's a, it's a, it's a mid to high tempo track. <laughs> and, and they're kind of like, what is this? Then Juicy J comes on. And then it's like, oh, so now you like the track because it's Juicy J. And, and, and I don't know, that's just a weird, that's weird to me. Like, do you like the songs because it's popular or do you actually like the songs? Are you dancing because everybody else is dancing or are you dancing because you like the music that's being played? If the tempo is the same as it was and you didn't, and you wasn't feeling the track. Now you hear Juicy J's voice and you're like, oh, that kind of that kind of does something to me. Like it, it, it alludes to me that that you're a follower. Now I, mean, I just don't really kick it with followers. It, it, it carries itself, and I, I know exactly what you're saying, but I will say that I'm also guilty of that shit because sometimes depending on the social setting and depending on like where I'm at with how I'm out tonight. You know what I'm saying? If I'm out and I'm out drinking, whatever, whatever, you know, I'm a fan of new music and I'm, I'm going to listen to whatever's coming out and I'll go from there. But sometimes if I'm really vibing and drinking and it's a party setting, that don't be like the time where I want to discover new music. So I understand it on that front. And especially if I'm like really about to be partying, it's kind of hard for me to have the same vibe off of music because you don't you don't necessarily connect with the music the same way when you don't know it. You feel me? Like okay, if I go somewhere right. and it's all new music and I don't know the words and none of this shit, I'm kind of like, yeah, I can vibe and bob my head, but nigga, I want to rap and sing along to the shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, so that that was why I was kind of cool about. It. Like, I was I was a little bit bothered by it, you know, because I'm you know I'm real picky about my music. You feel me? But, um, but, but then when, but then the Juicy J track, that's the one that kind of made it all come together because it's like, here's another song you don't know. 
You don't know the Juicy J verse. I mean, All you did they, was hear they, Juicy J. Did they just turn up that it was Juicy J? Or did they turn up and like know the song? No, you know they didn't know the song. They, they so turned they, like, up because turned it was up, Juicy J. But then they vibe kind of like chilled the fuck back once he started going in because you don't really know it. Or was they just no. kind of like still trying to turn all the way up? Because Juicy still J. Still trying to turn all the way up. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 3-6 fan. I fuck with Juicy right. J, but that ain't no shit where, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I know the nigga music, but you can't just play that shit and I'm just going to vibe the whole night off that shit. You know, it's like, I'm right. gonna, you know, turn that shit off. But I mean, I get nah, it. Cause it like they, they, legit, they, legit, they legit just went like, hey. And it was like, and, it, and I'm like, you just told me, no, 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 don't turn it. You don't, need it, you a, don't know the truth. <laughs> yeah, and it's a familiar artist, bro. Like, I, I just saying, you know, I know exactly where you're coming from with that, but I know how I'll be. Like, even right. if we if, if we hop in the car and we about to take a road trip, bro, we about to travel a little, little lightweight, you know, three-hour drive. You like, shit, I got the music or whatever, and I'm driving. If you start playing shit that I don't know the words to, like, I'm not going to be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got shit to do with me actually liking the music. Because I'll sit there and add that shit to my library while we while, while I'm driving, you feel me? But I'm going to be low-key annoyed. Because sometimes you just operate off of shit that you know already. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially the older crowd. Because the majority but, of niggas our age, bro, they operating off nostalgia. Like, we always want to go back to the shit we know. New shit ain't always, like, the thing for for, for this age group. Well, so, so the music that they were vibing to is all this new stuff that's coming out, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, and it's like, so that's another one. It's like, okay, well, how did you learn this music? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, how did you learn this music? At some point, you had to learn this song, and pretty recently, you're playing new Doja track, Doja Cat songs, and you know some all these new artists, uh, uh, Megan Thee Stallion tracks that just came out. Y'all, y'all jamming to that stuff. So now it's artists that you don't know, the same tempo, and yet, and then you're like, oh, I'll turn this because it's slow. I remember when my mom used to run a daycare, and when something came on TV that uh, one of the kids didn't like, suddenly it's too loud. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, it's not too loud. You just don't want to. You just don't want to watch this. And it kind of just was reminiscent of that. I don't know. It was just weird to me, man, because I, I like open-minded people. You know, I like people that are down to listen to new things. If you if you vibe to it, you vibe to it. And and then there's one, the one girl that was kind of like on that tip. Um, it seemed like everybody just kind of, when she wanted to change the music, the same people listening to the music, vibing to my music, just shut up. And I, and I peeped that about the group. It was it seemed kind of like. There was a few different, a few people that spoke up, and their opinions were were fine. But if anybody else spoke up, you know, um, they would be shot down by the loud person, and then the other people were just too too afraid to to uh, you know to voice their opinions. I mean, no, as well, there are hierarchies, though. You know, socially, yeah. no matter what you're dealing with, but that's one of them yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? Like we we can we can point to it and make it larger than what it is, but it ain't all the way major. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's definitely a thing, though. You know, it exists. It exists in every facet of anything that we're facing and dealing with now, anyway. But motherfuckers is gonna fall in line behind certain people 
with certain shit. Um, music, music is music intimate though. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit can get real personal. All right. Cause I'm a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like when I listen to music, I listen like how you listen. You feel me? Like I feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of shit that I listen to that's not, that I'm not going to play in a party setting or, or very openly just social setting where I'm expecting everybody to vibe to the same shit that I vibe to. But I've also noticed that, you know, I could present the same music to the same person who was like, man, turn that shit off in a one-on-one situation. They like, yeah, I fuck with it. I like it, but they just ain't, you know, that's just not the vibe that they own when you present it to them while they're in a social setting. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of the shit, you know, I, like I vibe out and I don't like you'll turn on some, you gotta listen to little baby, Uzi, thug, all this shit, right? Right. When I'm in a social setting. But if you catch me by myself at home with music playing on a loudspeaker, like you never gonna hear that shit. You're gonna hear me playing a whole bunch of, I ain't gonna say R and B, cause like you just said, the tempos have started to blend. It's a is a blurry line there though. It don't it don't exist as separate as it used to. But these niggas have had to kind of upgrade their sound to go with the way shit is going. Like, we ain't all the way. The R&B now, like, if I turn on some fucking Jay Howell or some shit, it ain't ain't the same as Boys the Men, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it's R&B, though. You feel me? But it's not, it's not like drag it out and serenade you and make this fucking six minute long ass song with two verses. Cause we just right, stretch the words and slow it all the way down. Like it got a little, it got a little. It's a, it's a, it's a mid tempo trap. Yeah, that's a mid tempo trap. But I won't necessarily like bump that shit just to be like, hey man, everybody check this shit out. You know what I'm saying? The same no, way man, I, 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 I completely I, understand. Yeah, everybody just got their own little vibe about music. One of them touchy things, bro. Like it don't get it don't get presented on the forefront as much as everything else. But music is low key kind of like politics and religion you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> like you can't just you can't just voice yourself openly in front of a lot of people and, ex- and and expect the acceptance from everybody like something's gonna go against that shit and it ain't necessarily that like there's closeted taste you know what I'm saying I'll be over here yeah. bumping Lucas Graham nigga or you know all types of shit right. I love that shit you feel me but if I go to a club and they do it you know I, I'm a I'm gonna say them words in my head and shit, but on on at the same time, I got a drink in my hand. Like, nah, play, turn me up though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, ain't, ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with the vibe. You know what I'm saying? If the song don't fit the vibe, you know what I mean? Um, and I'm all for that. You feel me? But if the song is the same vibe, you just don't know the artist. And then I, I'm, I'm, I might even be a little bit for that, right? Um, or you don't know the song. I'm sorry, not the artist. I might even be a little bit for that. But then when we get to a culmination of it, where it's okay. It's the same tempo as the songs that you you were calling slow, and then now you told me to turn it. Now you hear a popular artist on it, and now all of a sudden it's a good song. Right. That's where that's where I have an issue, and that's where I feel like it's like a follower mentality. Yeah, you know I mean, and, and and the reason why I said you know I don't know it's weird to me because people would go like over music, and it's like it's 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 not over music. It's what people's decision on certain things represents for how they move or the kind of person they are, or what they will do. You know, if, if you lie about stealing a candy bar, 
you don't, you probably gonna lie about bigger, more important things that you get in more trouble about. You feel what I'm saying? And so, you know, I think it, I think it kind of represents what we're seeing now, um, you know, culturally, because people aren't thinking for themselves. It's, it's hive mind. So when we look at situations like intersectionality, you know, it kind of, it kind of um, affects how we move, right? So it's popular. It's popular to kind of like rah rah for, for every um, um, situation that's being brought up in the news and in media, or by your favorite celebrity, you know, telling you, you know, um, protect a Asian people. You know what I'm saying? Or or you know, down with DACA, and you just start and you just find yourself down with DACA, down with that. Like you haven't thought about it completely through you feel what I'm saying and you just move that way and 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 I don't know it, it starts off with small things that show kind of how your character is we we see it in not to compare the two but like you you ask somebody about um a serial killer they start off by hurting small animals you know the, it's like and then and then they graduate to bigger bigger things and, and somebody might say oh shit you know he just saw, he just shot a squirrel. It was just a squirrel. But what does that mean to the bigger picture of of your psychology and how you you're you're easily um, persuaded due to the popularity of an opinion um, or the person speaking um, or 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 anything? You know, it, it can it can show a bias. In I mean, my even opinion. even more specific than that. Generally, before they even heard a squirrel, they were they were being hurt. You feel me? Like a lot of that, a lot of that shit is is a displacement of trauma, though. Like it's it's giving it back. It's because you already received it. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother conversation, but that's but a, you get what I'm, you get what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I do get it. You know what I'm saying? Because, but I think I think that there's a another mindset behind it that ain't necessarily been addressed and. And it's generally like uh, it's security, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like this mentality that your safety is in being covered by something. And if your safety can be covered by a group of a thousand people moving this way, a lot of people are comfortable just falling in the middle of that crowd. Like you're not you're not there. You don't have to take the front line on this shit. You don't got to speak up. You know, if something do happen, there's people there to take that L and you still get to be safe in the middle of it until that crowd decides to move another way. You know what I'm saying? There's people that just jump on and ride these waves because it's safe to do. There's people that do it just for the for the sake of doing it. I honestly believe because there's there's I've I've questioned and talked to people about certain shit. You know what I'm saying? With how they mesh and move and um relate different movements to to ones that we may feel are more uh, important to the overall movement. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of them don't have a, a set end goal for, for what their beliefs are. You feel me? But it's just one of them things that they ain't been educated enough or have not given enough thought for themselves where how this shit is going to move. You feel me? Like when you speak intersectionality and we want to discuss some shit like how gay rights get bottled in with pushing for black rights. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't, I don't, I don't, necessarily feel like a lot of people are, have been able to actually 
make sense of what's actually going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing for you to say, hey, if if we gonna do this, then let's push for this too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just inclusion. But then you got this group of people that aren't for inclusion. They actually put this shit all together. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get all lives matter from black lives matter. You, you feel me? Like, these motherfuckers is just like, well, if you're going to say that, then all this must be true also. And it's like, yeah, but you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't go to a motherfucker's house and tell them how important your house is. You feel me? Like, <laughs> that's not, that's not what's going on there. You feel me? If you, right. if you're in my domain and we experiencing what I'm experiencing, what I'm speaking about has to hold the forefront. You don't get to come in and make your problems at home my problem. You feel me? Especially if your problem is is a problem that you chose. You feel me? And I, I'm trying to be careful about how I say that shit, but I don't necessarily feel like they're all, I ain't gonna say as important because everybody does. Uh, that's subjective. You feel me? Everybody has a, a way that they interpret what they deal with, but on the, on the same forefront, we gotta make sure that we know who the majority is when we're talking about this shit. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, so I mean, I think I think there's a difference between, in a sense, or can be a difference between um, inclusion and intersectionality. Uh, I think inclusion could be like, or inclusion could be like, okay, these are black rights. Okay, uh, you're uh, gay and black. You know what I'm saying? I mean. You're 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 included in that. I mean, you're just, included. You're included to a degree because you need to get the rights that you deserve as a black person. But we're not gonna like you. You gotta know that it's a tag, though. Like you gotta know that on the book bag of black rights, your gay rights are are an attachment, but they're not the bag. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not. I mean, because gay rights includes a whole lot more than black. Like that's not a that's not a race specific thing. That's not a that's everywhere. You feel me? Like no matter what culture you in or what anything you in, if you fighting for gay rights, that's included everywhere. There's no white black people. You know what I'm saying? But well, I mean, you you, I I agree to a degree. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, when it comes, I guess on the hierarchy of of things to fight for, you know, um. I think we've, regardless of what we were, male, female, gay, or straight, uh, we've always been, you know, judged as black first. Right. So I just feel like you should you should put that at the forefront of everything. You know, you're not a black woman, you're not a black man, you're not a black straight person, you're not a black gay person, you're a black person. And then, you know, and then move from there. Because almost no matter, you know, if you're a black dude walking down the street, uh, you know, generally nobody can just look at you or or, or might not know that you what your sexual orientation is or your sexual preference is. I mean, they you don't mean? care. They're not gonna come up and say, right. "Hey, hey, uh, you black and that's okay, but do you happen to suck dick?" Because then we got a problem. <laughs> like that, you know, that's right. not happening. You feel me? But there, at, at whatever rate, one of them is actually <laughs> like like, and because I hate to say it like that, but one of them is who you are regardless of what the fuck your decisions are in your life. 
And that's black. You feel me? Like, you don't get to have no choice in that shit. You don't get to grow into that. You don't get to decide later in life that you want to be it. You don't get to decide later in life that you don't want to be it anymore. Like, that's you. You know what I'm saying? And no matter how affluential or or progressive you you can make your presence in your community or anywhere that you want to exist, you're going to face certain prejudices. And that's behind the fact that you're black. If your skin color is, is going to give you a certain level of treatment no matter what. And you can't hide that shit. You right. can't go out here. You feel me? You you can hide this other shit. That's why you got terms like closeted or undercover and shit because you you got an option to not be that out loud. And right, I, don't, right. I, I, you know, I'm not saying it to say that I'm pressing like, hey, you know, suppress your shit or mute your fucking sexual preferences. You know, it's but not. But you like have that, that. You have that ability if you wanted to. You know, yeah. if, it, if it came down to it, you have that ability, and you really can't do that with your, with your, you know, ethnic background for the most part. You know, you are what you are, and it's and it's and it's on your face. Well, I don't know, man, because that comes down to intersectionality kind of situation, right? You know, we we are one of the only groups that have, you know, these this acceptance of um, people who are a quarter, people who are a drop, and then we'll say, oh, they're, they're all black. Yeah, I mean, you got Drake, who's half black, half white, right? And we all know, or we all should know, there's no country called black. So if you're black, you still might be mixed, right? With, with, with something, okay? So you have this father who's black, who's not 100% African, and then you have a white woman who's 100% a white woman that made Drake. So Drake, by all, all um, is, is, if you were to break it down, is less black or less African than he is anything else. Right. Okay. So then he has a child with a completely white woman. Right? That child even has even less. Right? So that child isn't a quarter African. That child is less than a quarter African. Right. The child is, the child is blonde with rosy red cheeks and blue eyes. And you got people saying that this is a, this is a black child. <clears throat> and, I, and I disagree with that sentiment. You but know who, what I'm saying? But who's saying it? Like, so, so I truly believe that. Well, we've adopted time, that. We've adopted that mentality of if you're, if you're a drop black, and nobody questions it, right? People just, and that's what I'm talking about. People just go with the flow. Nobody ever asks any questions. Nobody ever goes, hmm, this doesn't seem right. Because we didn't. We didn't make those policies. We didn't make those rules. White people made those rules. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I was about to say. Like we didn't. The 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 acceptance comes from the fact that it was it was like given to us though. Like we didn't. Like niggas weren't coming out. I don't think you know saying, "Hey, you got a great granddaddy that's black. You one of us." You know what I'm saying? But that side was like, "Nah, you're not one of us, motherfucker. You got a." It was a nigga down the line. You know what I'm saying? Right, but 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 if you think about it that way, right, it's being looked at as as it's like a disease. It's like a disease. No, nobody says, "Oh, you got a little." Like if you have a if you have a cup of water, and I throw a little bit of dookie in there, that's contaminated water. Right now, I can say, "Oh, it's only just a drop of dookie," but nah, the, the that little drop of dookie contaminated the whole water, all the water. Now, if I take a drop of gold and put it in there, you're not going to say this whole. This whole cup of water was gold. So, so you have to look at the mentality behind that when it was done. I don't know. I don't know what the alternative is. 
you know, in some in some parts of the of the world, that's its own different group. You're either black, you're white, or you're a half caste, or you're mulatto, or you're whatever you are. But but that you're not, you know, you're not fully accepted into that that whole. And so where else in where else in any other group of people are we are we are we doing that that same thing with? But I mean literally, the, literally nobody. The the glass analogy comes from the fact that you have to assume that we are the ones that own the glass. Like that's how you get to make that rule though, right? Because if you drop a gold suspension into that glass of water, you can't you can't call that glass not gold though. You know what I'm saying? Like like there's ways of there's 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 ways of viewing that shit, and if you viewing it from the higher end of it, then you control you control the system, so and you right. control the hierarchy, you control the levels, and once that shit is ingrained, like that's just ingrained in our society. You feel me? So that's why we see it that way. I think you feel me, but I don't necessarily see it that way. Like you can't you can't give me fifteen percent black and tell me that it's black. You know what I'm saying? Because right. There's so much other shit at play. You can't, bro. Honestly, there's like legit half and half. You know, pure white, pure African, and they make a baby. Depending on that that child's fucking upbringing and and how they view society, bro, they're not black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know, I think uh, like if I you mixed, you mixed. But you like uh, Patrick Mahomes mixed, right? Right. But your 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 closest and the most ties that you got to any type of culture is the part of your family that's not like me. Your preference is gonna be that culture. You feel me? So you're gonna grow up with raisins in your potato salad. You're gonna date white women. Like your outlook on shit is different. That's way less black than uh, a motherfucker who has the exact same setup. But they grow up understanding you life the same way that I do it, and that ain't really like, got shit to do. You know, that's all just just that personal. Well, that's 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 culturally right. That's saying, are you culturally black? Like, are right. you do you do you bleed this? There's a difference between being culturally black and just being and being a black person. I mean, like, I might not like what you stand for. I might not like that you want to date these white women. You know, I might not like your politics and how you think. But if you black, you black. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying. Um, so I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, but like you know, JJ, I, I, JJ is black to us, and this this is a nigga that I think we both loathe uh, at, at somewhat of a, the same level. Right. That's not a nigga to me, though. You know what I'm saying? Like when I get like, I wouldn't call I'm JJ home. black. I wouldn't call JJ black because JJ JJ's a court. He's a he's a mulatto. For one, he his mama white. I mean, his mama's black, his daddy white. Yeah, I mean, if you want to get biblical, you know what I'm saying? If you want to get biblical with it, that makes him even less black with the whole daddy thing, but that's another thing, and I'm not, you know, into that at all. But so, but like, yeah, you are what your father is, right? Um, You know, if you want to go into like, you know, scripture or some bullshit, but... But you you see what I'm saying, though? And this ain't, this uh, is some shit that anybody listening ain't gonna know what we talking about, but that nigga's whole... Uh, uh, his whole approach to life beyond what we would have not known about him has been veered towards that side, though. You yeah, know Coonan. what I'm saying? Yeah. But but 
Like I can't, even if it was the other way around and the dad was black, bro. Like his his choices and the decisions that that nigga's made and how he do and view shit just don't align necessarily. Cause his niggas is darker than me, bro. That are that are coony. You feel me? So I don't right. necessarily uh uh I think when I first met you, you said some shit one time, right? Uh damn, it was some shit that cause cause I already had knew what it was though. But like you get these, you you get these the you get your people together, right? Right. And anybody who's willing to die for this shit, like raise your hand. And the niggas who don't raise their hand, bro, you gotta get them out of here. Right. But you can't let them leave. You know what I'm saying? Like they gotta right. go, but they can't leave. And it's that it's that same shit, bro. Like the whole understanding behind how a lot of this shit works. We've been allowing a lot of people to infiltrate and become a part of a fight that ain't necessarily ready because this fight ain't all they own. You well, feel me? So, so, so one, it's not all they own. And then two, we don't, we don't look at the small things and see the red flags. In them. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. there's a story, there's a story when it comes like, like talking about intersectionality and shit, right? There's a story that about, um, and, I, and I think I, I spoke about this in a prior podcast uh, that uh, uh, of a meeting Right, um, with James Baldwin and Harry Belafonte and uh, Lena Horne, um, um, with you know Robert Kennedy, and um, so there was a book that Michael Eric Dyson wrote about it called "When the When the Truth Was Told" or something like that, mm-hmm. um, but. So the story starts talking about how these famous uh, actors and, 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 and people in the media at that time, um, how they came together to talk to Robert Kennedy about, you know, their issues with the, the forward movement of, uh, of the civil rights movement. Um, and what he neglects to really talk about, you know, he mentions it within the book, like once or twice, kind of kind of gliding by it is that everybody in that story outside of like James Baldwin, who's, you know, gay, um, was married to or dating a white man or woman. Right. So it was like, why that's a that's a red flag, right? Why are you doing this? Are you doing this for the growth of black people? Or are you doing this because you want to walk down the street with your white woman or your white man comfortably? Because a lot of these people, you know, after after integration was passed, disappeared from like the face of civil rights. So so looking deep into the small things, it, I think it's, it's it's important. You know, um, why are they doing it? What, what's going on here? What's the, what's the bigger picture? You know, every these some of these groups have ulterior motives. You know, uh, so when we're when we're riding for Asian folks so hard. Um, and then we look in our community and we say, okay, look at all these Asian-owned businesses. How many of these Asian folks have done something for the community? And then we say nothing, right? And now right. Something, something goes bad for them. They're like, yo, rally with us. We're all people of color. That's that, that's that intersectionality shit. Right. And so, and so we just need to be cognizant of... of um, what people's ulterior motives are, and, and, and they, they're all going to have one. 
I think, you know, I don't think we really have any allies out here. You know, I think uh, I think intersectionality is going to be the death of us. Um, we just intersectionality in, you know, this this president and this vice president. You feel me? Who's not a black woman who doesn't even see herself as a black woman until it's convenient for her. You and me knew another dude that was like that at the same job. You know what I'm saying? Who was half white, half black. He'll sit here and talk about, you know, cool, he cool kid. But he'll sit here and talk about how he don't see no colors. But then when he don't get uh, no playtime, yeah, preferential treatment is racism. Uh-huh. And it's like it, it, it suits your need. You know, it, it's only it's only an issue when it suits your specific personal need. You know, uh, JJ was that way in the same capacity. You know, when when he was doing our job, he was rallying. He was all like, rah, rah, y'all doing us wrong. Then when he got put in a position of power, what did he do? He, he jumped shit and started doing the exact same things that um, he was complaining about before. Right. So, so, you know, the reason behind the decision that these people make is, is very important. You know, um, I know, I know in the, in the fire department, um, I started to learn why they'll tell you, you know, don't come in here and say, when they ask you, you know, why you want to be a firefighter, don't, don't give the, you know, the regular, you know, drop, which is, I want to, I want to help people. Right. Because, um, though we do that, um, there will be points in which this job gets hard. There will be points in which, this job gets stressful, right? If you just want to help people, at some point you might be able to make an excuse and say, hey, you know what? I can help people at a soup kitchen. I can help people by doing my own thing and passing out clothes to people yeah. to help people. Like what's gonna what's what's gonna keep you here? What's gonna keep you here when shit get hard and shit change and things are things get difficult? What's gonna keep you a firefighter? You have to have a deeper connection to this, to this you know what I mean, to this field than just that. And, and I think that, that we have to think about those things when it comes to, um, to us and the people we allow to come out here and, and fight for us. You right. know, white, Asian, whatever. Some, some, of the, some of the people that are coming out, I just think it's just cool to say. I just think, you know, it feels good and it feels good to them for the time being. Or I don't know, but uh, I, I just feel like, you know, we... We rallied behind Latinos and Latinos are taking black jobs. You know, we got places like Chicago that were known for having bolsterous black economies and families that built their money and got their money off of construction. Now you have Latino communities gentrifying black communities in Chicago. But we're like, you know, because some rapper or some comedian or somebody on media or all your friends who don't think say, yeah, let them in. Let them in. We're we're yelling. We're yelling the same thing. I think our inherent nature is is tied to shit that a lot of cultures don't have. Right. Um, being black gives you a stronger hold on like family. Um, you know the things that we consider loyalty. Um, you know how you interact with the people in, in your social circle. Right. Right. And within our families, bro, like it's so rare. The only time that you notice in a black family that people start to put tears on 
who in their family has separated from every, anyone else, that person has been in touch with somebody outside of that community. You know what I'm saying? Like he's gotten these ideas are coming from something that's not from that family. But I think right. as black people have been so long trying to achieve equality with motherfuckers who didn't want them there that you've like, like we've adopted this docile ass. I just want to be a part of this shit kind of attitude about things. And it's carried over into that. You feel me? So it makes it, it makes it like you want to be accepted so bad that you just wouldn't accept people. Cause you want to know that somebody is feeling the same struggle that you're feeling, but we don't always necessarily like equate our standings with other people. You feel me? Like, yeah, if it, you know, something happens to the Asians or whatever, like, you know, boom, all right, that's the thing, but it ain't, it still ain't, it, it don't equate to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't look like the same struggle to me. Not at all. But, and, you know, and, and it sucks. But it does, but I'm not putting that shit on the forefront. Like, when people, people hit me up, you know, call me, shot me texts, like, man, what's your ideas about it when they was attacking the Asians and all that shit? And I was like, man, honestly, and this is this is me saying this shit, and and I know some Asian people, you know what I'm saying, that I'm I'm cool with them. But I hadn't given it a second thought. You feel me? Like, there's way too much going on with the people that look like me to even think that that's important enough to start having like real conversation about. You know, I can have a conversation with you with how it ties back to how fucking crazy we look for coming out here posting these you know, uh, social media pictures to support and do all this other shit. And you ain't, you know, if we ain't get that same energy to what we got going on, like, bro, I can't respect it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not going to knock it. Uh, you know, I'm not going to wish bad on anybody else or, or think that they should have to deal with it because we dealt with it. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. I don't want that, but I'm not going to make it more important than what the fuck's really going on. I got a whole a whole like country of motherfuckers that look like me that's got problems with more important than than that shit, you know, than what another culture is dealing with. Most so definitely, most definitely. I ain't been able to jump on them waves though. I wasn't gonna put up no remember when the shit happened in Paris and everybody posting the flag and all that other shit. Yeah, man. Nah. You feel me? But I'm, I'm like I'm like whole time all this shit going on in South Africa. You ain't say shit about that. I ain't seen nothing, flag. nothing you at all. <laughs> you feel me? Right. We following, we following media, and the the most anybody gonna ever be able to say is I don't post none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but check like, it. But you, you 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 said you said it you said it right there. We following media. We not following our minds. We don't know what we really like. We don't right. know what we really want to do. You know, we we just follow media. Or we just follow the, the 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 popular opinion or the popular crap. There's no critical thinking going on in our communities, and that's causing us to to be uh, to be to be bees, bro. To be little worker ants. Just to it's a, it's hive mind. We well, you know it's been required. Well, now it is. It's it's required to you. It's required to me. It's required to people that are like minded. You know what I'm saying? But the, the crazy thing about it is the craziest part of all of this shit is that your ideas align with the people that look like you, but you still have to find a way to be accepted by the people that look like you. 
craziest shit I ever seen in my life, bro. Because I, I don't think that I'll ever be able to see um like a group of white people, you know, show up and they like, yo, we're gonna put a podcast together, start a blog, <clears throat> and we're gonna talk about how we feel like, you know, white people deserve this or this and that. You know, with the exception of your your standards, you feel me, Aryan Brotherhood type shit, right? But they're not gonna struggle to get an understanding from the people that look like them, right? You feel me? Because they they their understanding is that that unit gotta move. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, it's not gonna be five six years in the hole, bro. You're not you're not gonna be stagnant trying to just get people to listen to you unless you start down down talking. You know, you got to move it to sex. Like, oh, uh, niggas ain't shit because of this. And then now you got a billion followers and you try to get back to what your core was. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like that struggle don't exist with everybody. We just got this culture where everybody want to be accepted, but we only believe in the motherfuckers we feel like we want to be accepted by. And I tell people all the time, like, you know, that want to be accepted shit is, is elementary. Yeah, you right. Me? Like, like, I don't, you know, if, if if you tell me that a motherfucker don't want me in Target, it ain't, Target don't got shit that I can't go get from somewhere else. I just want right. me in your shit. Like, that's your, that's you, though. That's your store. You operate it how you want to operate it. If you don't want black people in it, I won't go in it. But then we got, we got this, this wave of motherfuckers who want to go to Target and argue and fuss and fight and please about why they should be able to go in Target also. Right. Like, bro, we've been given ample resources to, to stop all of this shit, create everything that we need to create. And there's a there's a middle ground and there's a, there's a section of people who are who are able to recall historical data. You feel me? That can look back and say, hey, but you know, this, that, or whatever. Remember Black Wall Street or you know what I'm saying? But you don't think like, that you don't I, think that, that shows how important, like understanding history and 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 how you interpret that historical data is, because I think, I think it's, it's, it's very all important. Right, it's all it's all like a circle, bro. It's all kind of just you know, it's like a, the the infinity sign. You but know, if you don't know what's going on in the, or what happened in the past, you just repeat it. So if you don't know about the fact that um, black people destroyed their own businesses once, once integration happened. Because just like you said, we felt the need to want to go like like we we hide this we hide this um, this inferiority complex that we had. Um, we hide it very well, right? Um, we'll 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 say things like we're kings and we're queens to try to convince us of it that we are, even though our actions don't show it, right? Um, you know, when 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 you watch these videos of these Karens and you see how much time these black folks take into trying to explain themselves to these white folks, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. But then but then coupling it with I don't gotta explain myself to you, as they then start explaining themselves. They don't right. even realize they're doing. So, so, so this th this whole feeling that they got to be accepted by every group, everybody. If you don't love me, I'm gonna make you love me. 
I'm going to, I'm going to try to, I'm going to push some type of moral compass into you. Um, that clearly is not there is, is, is destroying us. And, it, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a part of slavery because right. when, when prior to integration, we were prosperous. Then once we integrated, we found value in white businesses, white establishments, white buses, white venues, higher than we found it in our own, the same way we do now with Louis Vuittons and name brand this, name brand that. And, and, and it killed our progression. And so I get what you're saying, that we have to find a way to uh, get along with our own people or I be accepted we, by our own people. I think we know the way, bro. We know the way. Do we? Do we know the way? And I'm going to tell you what I say all the time. And I know that sometimes you kind of teeter on how you feel about when I say this shit, but resegregation, bro. And and when I say <laughs> resegregation, you feel me? Like, I don't say it like, hey, all niggas, let's move to a city and claim it as our own. Right. But like, mentally, though, like mentally segregate yourself away from the shit that you've been taught and the shit that you felt like was important and what you should be striving for. And and get yourself back into where your focus, you feel me? And this is like, and 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 when I say resegregation, it's not that it's, that you're making it a conscious thing, right? But it's gonna take time. But you establish and and understand the same way that you know the Mexican the Mexican communities understand. Like my nigga, they live right next door to Kroger. You feel me? Or Publix and Walmart. But they travel that little extra six seven miles to go to the market that we're not able to read the title of. You feel me? But they shop with who they shop with because that's just natural for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're, they, they are segregated. You feel me? Like, they exist in this culture, but they don't exist the same way that we do. You feel me? Like, they, they do the work that they do, and they live in their own communities. When the motherfuckers, when, when, you know, you ever hear when people say that shit, like Mexican move in in their neighborhood, but it's a matter of time, but within the next two, three years, 80% of whoever the fuck living in your neighborhood about to be them though. Right. Like they're not, they're not spreading out. They're not looking to overcome what they feel is like, you know, fucked up situations behind how they exist. And moving but to a white person equate, neighborhood. You feel me? But that's how we equate success. Like that shit has moved so far away from everything else. Like, like motherfuckers asked me recently what I viewed, you know, how I felt like success was like. What, what did I think success was though? And you know, my first answer, like my first answer, has never been, you know, the amount of money that I have or any of that other shit. It's always been about what I've been able to process and, and compute and give to other people, like mentally though, like where where I'm able to stand as a fucking thinker in the community and with the people that I surround myself with. Cause I don't, you know, that's what's important to me. I don't want to be, I, I can't be bottom of the ladder nigga with, with these conversations that we have to have. Right. Well, you, but, you, you brought, you brought something to my attention. Uh huh. You know, that I don't, you know, <clears throat> and, and that, that I've thought about before, but you know, um, it's funny because I, I, I do get what you're saying when you say, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta be accepted by these people as well. Right. And the thing is that the funny part about it is the, the, the people that I tend to be talking about, uh, generally come from 
from from from having memes, right? And it's weird because it'll be a lot of boule, you know, black folks that grew up in environments that ninety percent of black folks didn't grow up in. Um, speaking on the behalf of black folks, right. you know what I mean? And 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 I don't know. I think. Um, the the, the 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 thing about it is I don't think it's a majority of us, right? Like I still think the majority of black people in this country, you know, are are what society would call homophobic, right? I think majority of them are. But the ones that you see on TV, the ones that you see doing this, the ones you see that, you know, those are the ones that we see that that make it seem as if um the ones you know with the we're, we're the ones with the platform as if we're more accepted of of certain things. And, and, um, but, but at the same time, I think that they're kind of changed. They're kind of converting some of the people within the inner cities and everything, because they are the ones with the platforms. Now, the thing is that somebody like me or somebody like you that come from the same environment as a lot of these black folks, we can, we can, we, that's a, that's a crucial detail because we are accepted. You feel me? We are accepted. And it's weird because um, we, are, we are accepted and they will hear us talking, they will hear the things that we say and they will peep that we are educated and that we know something that they don't know. Right? right. And then a lot of these black folks that come from the Boule and, and, and you know, suburbia and whatnot, they're so used to being the smartest motherfucker in the room or feeling like they are, even though all they, they had is just filled with ideology, no facts, emotion, no facts. Uh, and then when you speak to them, they don't want to hear nothing you got to say. And it's like, it's like what we're, what we're getting now is that the, 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 the folks that claim to be the most liberal are the ones that don't like differences of opinion, don't like change, don't like any of these any of these things that that's 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 free. That's freedom, right? They well, want to stifle what you say. Well, you can't. You can't as a true liberal. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, my nigga. If you left and right is the same bird. You feel me? And I say that shit all the time. But like, there's no sense in pretending because that that same infinity loop that you spoke about right now is just a circle. Though. Like, once you get too hard on either side of it, you coming back into contact with the other side of this shit. Right. You feel me? Like, and, and, bro, honestly, when we, when, you know, when all this shit was going on with this election, I was at this point where I was like, bro, y'all go put your vote in for Joe Jorks. You know what I'm saying? Like, but this is just because this is a motherfucker who's like, bro, kill all this shit. Cancel government. You know what I'm saying? Not cancel it to a degree that it don't exist, but limit their whole fucking existence and how you able to operate daily. Right. You feel me? We keep aligning ourselves with shit. Being liberal is not some shit that I grew up as. You feel me? Um, but liberal has been able to equate itself through intersectionality as fucking freedom. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what it sounds like when you say liberal. It sounds like free. It sounds like, hey, you Liberty, able to like, make yeah. and do your own shit. Right. And that's not really what it is because it still comes behind a wall of fucking laws, restrictions. So all and, the laws. And, and everything. All the restrictions. Right. 
You feel me? But but when you you got people out here who stand for what you really really want, and that's like, hey man, get all these motherfuckers out of our face. We need to operate and live the way that we was given this freedom to do. You know what I'm saying? But we don't we don't believe in all of that shit. Well, you know, I think I think that um, generally when you come from when it's when it's authentic, you don't have to delegate it to yourself, right? So like when you, you know, there's things that there's things that I did growing up. Um, that was just things that you did growing up in the in the environment that I grew up in, that people that didn't grow up in those environments would do and then call themselves gangsters. Like I never ran around calling myself a gangster. You feel me? But if you were if you ran down a list of what, you know, uh folks that uh didn't grow up in my environment. Matter of fact, outside of like joking, like joking, you know what I mean? I don't know nobody that was seriously was like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a gang, like seriously. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And niggas just was who you was and you did what you did in the environment in which you was raised. So now you got these people who didn't grow up in these environments and that's something out of the norm to them. They got to delegate a, a, a title to that, right? So when we talk about um, being con- conservative or liberal, um, I think the black community, for the most part, would 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 probably lean more towards the conservative side, you know, one hundred percent than than the liberal side. You know, where we're Christian, uh, whether we like it or not, we're Christian. Clearly, we like guns. We're so so we're two A. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, most no black abortions. no abortion. They have all the babies. You feel me? Most people still are, you know, ain't really feeling, you know, homosexuality in the communities. We're sending our kids into the military to go, you know what I'm saying? Like all this yeah. shit. I mean, that's that's the mentality, but that's how we grew up. So I don't knock it. You feel me? And I've never, I've never known motherfuckers to misalign themselves with the ideas of a conservative. It's just that they feel like the rights there, you know, the same shit I just said, though. They feel like the shit that they're fighting for, like, motherfuckers think that that somehow quelling the the force that police have on minorities comes with being liberal. You know what I'm saying? But that that's like, like, that's what, that's, that's how they viewing it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit we feel like is happening to us, we feel like that's the hand that come help. And the conservative hand is not the one to actually help either. You feel me? But it's going to force you to do it for yourself. And I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm more prone to have a, a, a band of motherfuckers get the whole community together and we just kind of like, hey, bro, operate, do your own shit. Stop waiting on a handout. You feel me? Like, I don't, I don't agree with a lot of the shit that's going on on both sides of the party, but there's more shit that the liberals have going on that I disagree with than the other side. This, this ain't based on like the major policies, so, but so, 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 you know, we all got like in the, in the, in the fire department, we have, you know, these NFPA regulations, right? Right. Now when you run down all these NFPA regulations, um, you learn about the events that, happened to create these regulations, right? right? So you have regulations on how many exits can be in a, in a building, 
of a certain capacity. You have uh, NFPA regulations on um, all doors exiting. Certain venues have to open up outwards. Um, uh, these were created because big ass fires broke out. And then um, because the doors in, everybody runs towards the exit and they're trying to push the doors open, but the doors right. are pull and they right. all fucking die. Right. And so, and so I think it's very important to understand as you know, we're talking about like historical data, um, that history, understanding history, and then, and then changing what didn't work and using what did work is literally going to be the only way that us as black folks are going to exact change for ourselves in this country. Trial and error. That's evolution. You know, we've been here for, uh, this earth has existed for billions of years. You know what I mean? And, and millions of folks, billions of folks have died uh, or, or, you know, uh, creating man today. <laughs> you feel me? And so we have to understand that, that, that these things are important. Trial and error and, and taking from the past what works and what didn't work to move into the future is important. So if we don't understand it and we don't know it, we're, we're, we're doomed to repeat it. And I say that for what you're talking about because I also feel like a lot of us are Democrat or we're liberal and we, or we, even though we might have more conservative ide ideologies because we were raised that way. Right. And we, don't, we were raised Democrat. We don't know why we was raised Democrat. You just you just voting because your mama voted that way and your mama mama voted that way. You you know you cook this food like this because everybody in your family cook it that way. I a didn't lot of vote. Us weren't even, a lot of us were, wasn't even raised. Households. I'm sorry. I said a lot of us weren't even raised in voting households. Right, which is why a lot of niggas ain't about that shit. Because right. niggas sit down and ask their parents who they aligned with. They don't got no answer for you because they wasn't voting. But that takes that takes a specific amount of intellectualism, right? That takes a specific amount of of wanting to know things, asking why, questioning things, not right. really just kind of going with the flow. And I just I'm just not really seeing a lot of that kind of kind of kind of in our in our in our people right so when we talk about like things like you know uh, our communities we have to really delve into uh, educating them on history educating them on laws you know educating them on on um, what it actually exacts and creates change right like so so um, the young girl got killed in her bed right Brianna Taylor cool. Mm -hmm. What's going to create change is rallying together to make no-knock warrants illegal. What's not going to create change is arrest those officers, arrest right. those officers, right? Um, when it comes to um, gun laws or, or any policies that are stricter on Black folks, right, mm -hmm. that, we, that we we're seeing, that are stricter on, on everybody, are even gonna are gonna be even worse on black folks, right? So if you don't know your history or the numbers or the data that shows you how much black folks are getting arrested and prosecuted harder for the same crimes, not that we're doing different crimes, 
but for the same crimes as people of other ethnicities, right? That these these drug policies that were created, like three strikes and and uh, um, um, minimum sentencing and things like that, have a have a greater effect on the on our communities, right? That we voted for, right? Because we thought we thought they were going to help. So and then and then look at what happened, right? So so if you don't know that and you don't understand that history, it's going to end up being the same thing. So now we're going to instill gun laws. Whose communities you think they're going to go into to search for guns? Big facts, ours. Ours. See, see, I'm on the fence about about fully educating everybody because we we both know that information is not the same for any of the same two people, right? Um, I think that a lot of times, and, and this is what we actually starting to see now, but when you start allowing, I ain't gonna say allowing, but when more people become educated on certain shit, particularly in our community, we start to branch off and like become independent of what the actual movement is. You feel me? Like you, you got motherfuckers who out here that are quote unquote becoming like woke, you know what I'm saying? But they don't align it with with giving this information or, or assisting the motherfuckers that look like them. It turns into like a, a status thing for that. Like, man, if you don't know as much as me, man. You need to go read a book. You feel me? And it's like, bro, if you're not gonna take this information and use it to fucking put a hand out for the people around you that need this information. I think you just as bad as anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't get to stand up and and try to take clout for this shit. That's 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 what it is though. Is is that chase for clout, bro? You know what I'm saying? out here. Uh, what's your boy? They used to be all over YouTube. Uh, Brother Polite. You feel me? Umar right. do this shit. You feel me? Like they take this information. And I won't say Umar the same as Polite, but Polite spent a whole lot of time like not necessarily spreading whatever he felt like he knew or giving this information back to people. He spent a whole lot of time just trying to tell motherfuckers that they, that they didn't know something. You feel me? Like, and bro, that's that's what goes on a lot with, with the lower level of the shit. Like, motherfuckers read a book and decide that they know all the answers now. And it's like, bro, but if you're not, if you're not prepared to to give out any type of insight on what what your fucking walk was like, like what are you really doing with this information? Well, I mean that's the big difference between uh, critical thinking and book knowledge, right? Uh, and they're 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 conflated a lot of the time. You know what I'm saying this it's, it's thought like oh you know like for instance you know when we talk about education. You know, and people say, oh, I got this degree and I got that degree. Um, all that really represents is that you have followed through. That's really all, right? You follow through and you completed something um, and you're able to. But other than that, it just, it just represents that you're able to memorize information, right? Um, and and there's a difference. A test. Yeah, you're able to pass a test, right? There's, there's, you know, levels to critical thinking is being able to analyze information. So, so it's like, okay, I read this in a book and I can tell you what the book said. Okay. So, but can you break it down? How do, can you, can you tell me what that meant? Right. Can you interpret it? 
right? Um, can you can you explain what you what you read, right? It's like that little kid on one of these shows. I forget what it was where, you know, the little kid he's 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 doing like a preacher from the Bible and he's quoting scriptures. And um, I want to say it was like an old Oprah episode. And then Oprah said, "Okay, I hear you, but can you tell me what that means?" And he's looking at his dad. And she says, don't help him, don't help him. I want him to tell me what it means. And he goes, it means what I said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he, he memorized he memorized scripture after scripture after scripture, right? He could pass a test on it, right? But but does he understand it? Does he understand the, even the words that he, he's using? Yeah, and the crazy shit is historically our culture has held value in being able to recite shit. But right. if you were able to read this book and recite it to me, the the real the real truth and and your ability for me comes from like, are you able to write your own book? You know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, have you made any ideas your own? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, but until you're doing that, bro, I have no real reason to understand. I ain't gonna say I'm gonna disrespect what you're saying, but it ain't wait me. Cause these aren't your original thoughts. You feel me? Like right, I, you're, you're just you're just parroting what you read at, at a point in time, and it doesn't do any good until you can use it on a critical thinking basis. Can it solve? Can it solve my problems? Like, okay, you're you're, you're telling me this information, but what can we do with it besides regurgitate it? You know what I'm saying? Can we can we can we fix anything with it? You gotta have, moving, you gotta have real application, application. real life. Or it don't make sense. And that's that's where a lot of us lose the connection with the people. You feel me? Like there there is so this is low-key off topic, but it's 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 on the same thing though, you feel me? But um I've had a couple times when somebody's come to me and they they're talking about, you know, on the on the lowest level possible, bro. And I say this as the lowest level because I believe that this is that a lot of people have a struggle with. But it seems like it's not as hard to fucking overcome, but like relationship shit, right? Right. And there's there's women out here and they like, you know, what's what's up with me? Why can't I do this, do that, or whatever? Or why won't or why can't I get a dude to accept who I am or whatever? And I challenge them though. Like, you know, get a piece of paper, write your name in the middle, circle that shit, draw five lines off of it, right? And write out your five top qualities of who you are and why, you know, five qualities, one word of why somebody should be able to fucking date you and what you bring to the table. You feel me? You get your standards. You feel me? Like, uh, communication. You feel me? Like, you know, what everybody feels like they bring to the table. But off of each of those five, I want you to put two lines and I want you to list from each one of those qualities, what do you feel like you bring to the table negatively from those qualities? Because this month, they communicate, but they don't understand that one of the qualities of being able to communicate can actually be that you're not able to fucking listen because you over talk. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But a lot of people don't understand it. They don't grasp it, right? Because you have to see this shit. You feel me? And that's how, like, uh, when, when people had those negative views of people who were actually successful with speaking to people and we don't necessarily agree with it. Uh, um, Kevin Samuels, you feel me? Uh, or Joe Budden, you feel me? Like the motherfuckers who say shit 
that we understand is the truth, but we don't want to hear it from them. You know what I'm saying? Like, a motherfucker can tell you all day that you don't meet whatever it is uh, that you require from somebody, but you have to have that conversation with yourself. You feel me? And I don't necessarily tell motherfuckers that they need to tell me back what they wrote down on that paper. But look at what you wrote, though. Things you know about yourself and adjustments from there. If there's even an adjustment that you need to make, because oftentimes, bro, the shit that you feel like is a negative quality about yourself ain't something that you got to adjust. You feel me? Sometimes if, if you're an over-communicator and you find your way with a motherfucker who under-communicate, y'all can work out for fucking 150 years, bro. There's nothing that can be done about that. It don't mean you got to fix yourself, but you got to also understand that you can't bring that shit into any room and challenge motherfuckers who, who don't exist the same way as the person that you're accustomed to dealing with. And on that level, what I'm going back to is that when we get this information and the motherfuckers who understand history and you take that knowledge and you critically think about what you're getting, that knowledge has to be for you and the motherfuckers that are like you. And us in our own community, bro, we're not going to have a bunch of people who are able to lead. And that's not even a natural thing. You feel me? Most of us right. are going to be followers. And in right. following, bro, that don't, that don't make you less of a person, but your skill set is different. Some people's skill set comes from being given directions and given a path, and they'll go do that shit every fucking time. You feel me? No thought, no nothing, bro. They understand what they got to do, and they go get it done. Those are the, those are the workers. You always going to have more of that. It's, you know, even, you know, you want to relate it to something like a, a beehive. You always going to have more workers. You know what I'm saying? But that's the motherfuckers who get shit done. You give them a blueprint and tell them this is what you need to happen, they go do it. Your leaders got to understand everybody ain't on the same level. You feel me? Everybody ain't there for you to be able to, to, to consult with and, 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 you know, plan and scheme and figure this shit out with. You got to be able to separate that shit. And a lot of times that's the people closest to us. We're not able to understand that shit. I, I agree with you. I agree with you there. So, so let me ask you a question. Like um, when it comes down to leadership, do you think, one, do you think that we have any leaders? Um, and two, do you think that we um, judge our leaders too harshly, right? To give you an example, like Kendrick Lamar had that song, um, and I forget what it was called, where he was like, you know, if I die tomorrow, will you still love me? Like, like he was pretty much saying like, no, that, that, wasn't, a, that wasn't a Kendrick Lamar song. Then what song was that he was singing? He was like, uh, um, I feel like I'm Mandela. Like, but anyway, what he was talking about in this song was pretty much that, you know, if I if I if I fuck up, are you gonna like throw me away? Right? right. If I do something wrong, are you gonna you gonna throw me throw me aside? I, I think we have crazy expectations of the people that lead us. Do you agree with that? I think that we expect what you give us I fucking expect from you. You feel me? Like, like you got a nigga like, who's the nigga who can lead? Like, you got a nigga like Dave Chappelle, right? And Dave Chappelle don't necessarily pro pro proclaim himself to be like at the forefront of shit, 
but he's got a voice that we understand, respect, and listen to. Because through comedy, there's real observation. And he says a lot of shit that we're able to communicate and connect with because it's what's actually happening, right? Right. And it's comedy, though, bro. But as brilliant as it is, the, the very basis of it comes back to the fact that this is for real, for real shit that's happening. This is for real shit that we all understand. We know what's going on. This is where we at. You feel me? Then you got like the motherfuckers. So back to the to the first question you asked. I don't think that there's leaders who have accepted that role as being a leader for the movement that we're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's motherfuckers who's out there on the forefront that we all know that a public is fucked. You know what I'm saying? But when they did the George Floyd shit and they cut to that scene with that pastor and um. Fucking Al Sharpton was up there. I was low-key annoyed, dog. Right. But that's been, but that's the motherfucker who like gave himself this role and the people who followed him and felt like he was a leader. It's historical though. You feel like he's been doing this shit for 40 years. But I, I've never looked at bro and felt like he was a person that needed to be in front of what the fuck we got going on. Cause that nigga's always had another motivation. As long as I exactly as long as I've been old enough to understand what the motherfucker's saying. I've never aligned with anything that that he said to a point where I felt like this was going to be a leader for for me. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think no no Jesus pusher is going to be a leader for me. Yeah, I, you know that's that's where I was going to go with that. But you know that's <laughs> that's the thing though, right? Because because I've already misaligned myself with anybody who's been able to to like take some shit from motherfuckers who wanted to hurt me. And make it some shit that you feel like is gonna uplift me. Like that shit ain't gonna work, right? So like, because you know, it's I guess I guess I guess the que- the question kind of is like, should there be conflict of interests in 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 leadership, or 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 can there be right? And what I mean by that is, should we should we hold? I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that the the leader. Let's say we select a leader that's going to lead us to uh, financial freedom in the black community. Let's say, just for example, right? He might not. Um, he might be against LGBTQ. So, so for somebody who's black and gay, that might be a conflict of interest, right? Now, I think the intelligent thing to do would be to follow that guy in regards to financial freedom. You just don't have to follow him. I mean, in regards only, to his perspective on LGBTQ issues, you, you only have to say that to them, though. Because if a motherfucker come up and he telling me about financial freedom and he got real pertinent information, and then he also comes out and says that you know he like to let a nigga pound him out sometimes, like I don't give a fuck about that. You feel me? Like I don't have to go into well, your you life, don't, bro. you don't. But but you know, on the flip side. It's only gonna be the LGBTQF, you know, that community 
who's going to have an issue with it if he decides that he don't agree with it. No, you feel no, me? Like, that's not true. It's going to be people that vouch for them. It's going to be people that, that ride for them as well. It's going to be companies. It's going to be all these people who, who de-platform this guy because he says something about one group even though he's uplifting parts of that same group. But who do and, you think is, who, who is vehemently going to really stand against that shit? It's going to be the people that feel like they're excluded. I'm, uh, you know, I, I still feel like uh, as a heterosexual, I'm not a part of the exclusion. So if you align with some shit that I don't necessarily agree with, that's not the issue. If I'm, if I'm getting something from you that don't involve that. Like you're not, I mean, you're not gonna be able to come up to me and say, hey man, I'm gonna show you how to work out your heterosexual relationship, even though I only, you know, deal in homosexual shit myself. Like you can't come to me that way. But if you got some information about how to release myself from financial restraint, but you got a husband, like, nah, nigga, I don't, I don't have to go look at your Instagram to see a picture of you and your husband. Like that shit don't matter to me. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? So I'm saying to you. It don't matter, right? But to a lot of people, stuff like that matters, right? I mean, um, like, for instance, we can talk about R. Kelly. R. Kelly might have done what he did, but is his music still good? What is what is what he what is what he did have to do with his music? You, you want to take so so Bill Cosby, I don't think did anything, but they think he did what he did. So you take the Cosby show off of off of TV, or you take um um, different world off a of TV. You get I what I'm saying? That shit, right. So, 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 but, but that's what we do. Right. Um, and then, and then we applaud it within the black community. Right. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying we're all a monolith and we all think the same way. Right. Um, because it might be for different things or different reasons, but it, it will all come back to that. Like it will all come back to, I won't listen to nothing as do say, because I disagree with this one thing this dude say. So if right. you feel if you if they feel like you're a womanizer or you beat women, they they will try to cancel you as opposed to saying, yo, like listen to all the shit that this man was saying. Like, like you don't gotta agree with that. You don't gotta agree with his outlook on women. You don't gotta agree with his sexual orientation. You don't gotta agree with um um anything. All you gotta do is pay attention to the to the knowledge he's giving you in this aspect, and he can lead you to freedom there. You need to look for another leader for that other purpose. Jesus ain't right. the person you need to go to if you want to learn kung fu. <laughs> you feel me? And the kung fu master ain't the guy you want to you, you're gonna go to if you want to learn how to how to how to fight with a sword. So it's like you 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 find different masters for different. Uh, beliefs or for different goals and, and and your kung fu master might not like swords that don't mean you stop fucking with him because you want to learn about swords and he don't like them pick up kung fu from him and then, and then you cut that short and you say you know what i appreciate what you did over here but you can't leave me where i want to be over on this side right so so i don't know i i, I guess my, my my question was kind of uh conflated or or not clear but you know i think that there are conflict of interests within our leadership that should not exist i think that 
if you speak your facts about the subject in which we are discussing and you have information, pertinent information to that subject, then you can lead me in that subject. If you, if you don't know about this other thing, then I need to go find me somebody else to lead in that capacity. But just because we have a disagreement, I, I disagree with Umar on a lot of things. I, I agree with him on some. I disagree with Polite on a lot of things. I agree with him on some. I disagree with Kevin Samuels on some things. I agree with him all, on a lot, <laughs> right? Like, but, but I'm not going to throw, I'm, you know, what they call that, throwing the baby out with the dishwater? With the with the yeah, some shit like that. One of them. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. that shit went right, but yeah. Put <laughs> a baby out with the baby water, I don't fucking know. But that's that's what we tend to do. You know what I'm saying? If if it all if it all don't fit, if this my if this motherfucker ain't perfect, <laughs> that's we, we want to just start recent though, right? Like like this is recent. But it's it's that same shit we was talking about a little while ago is that niggas is just gonna jump on this wave and do it just because. Cause you can't, there's nobody like a motherfucker ain't gonna a motherfucker that told me, man, I don't fuck with R. Kelly no more because it is. But you're not gonna tell me you don't fuck with the music. Now, if you just decide you don't want to listen to the music, I don't know what that what that actually is doing to his legacy. A nigga, like, you know, you you not listening. Don't take the impact away that brothers had for the last 25, 30 years on fucking music. But I get it though. If you want to make a stand and that's your way of making a stand, however, however crazy I think that shit is, that's just your, that's you doing you though. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna make no, I ain't gonna make no unnecessary judgment on it, but I'm gonna still listen to this shit. Like you can't, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I definitely that, understand what you're saying. Yeah, I do. If, you know, but if 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 you know the shit that you decide to do affects the culture, and there's a wave of motherfuckers that need to to assimilate and be able to move in that direction, then by all means. But we haven't dealt with that situation. But you talking about a nigga like uh, uh, R. Kelly was doing this shit in the '90s, and we knew about it. You feel me? But it was like, all right, bro, but this nigga just made I believe I could fly, so we're not paying attention to that <laughs> shit. You feel me? The first time this shit happened with Michael Jackson, nigga, this was in the nineties. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or when Elvis was doing this shit, nigga, this was in the fucking seventies. You tell, you know what I'm saying? Like this shit has been going on. It's just fairly recently that it's become a thing where now we just this whole council culture. But it's like, my nigga, don't pretend like we hadn't been a part of this. Brian McKnight. Beating the fuck out of his wife in the fucking eighties and nineties, right? <laughs> Doctor Dre beat the fuck out of Misha Lay. We ain't give a damn, bro. We we just waiting to see what kind of music gonna come off this shit. But that was like standard practice, though. Like you know, these niggas had hardships, and somebody got nosy and put their business out. But my nigga, we not gonna just leave your shit alone because our focus is on what you actually doing. The whole reason we fuck with you, we like like nobody fucked with R. Kelly because we liked him as a person. We didn't know him as a person, but this nigga was making music, and we was jamming to that shit. And when R. Kelly was making the music that put him really at the 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 top of this shit, bro, I wasn't old enough to be doing none of the shit R. Kelly was talking about. But I was jamming. <laughs> right, that shit, right. Bro. I knew twelve play, bro. I was like fucking six. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't fucking. 
<laughs> you feel me? But like, you're not gonna tell me right now that because I listened to R. Kelly, still, you know, after the after he went to prison, you're gonna tell me that makes me a pedophile for listening to this shit. That ain't right. how that shit work, bro. You feel me? So you're not gonna be able to. R. Kelly is gonna forever be at the top of this music shit, but it don't mean that I, I align myself with the other motherfuckers out here who decide they wanna go have sex with fourteen year olds or, or or pee on them and shit like that. All right, or or that you don't even think that you know that was bad or important, or you know what I mean? It's just that's not what we're talking about. Like I'm not talking about free R. Free R. Kelly because his music's good. You know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah, like I'm not free, even gonna I'm say not like free, free that Kelly. Nigga. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not like free that nigga. Why? Because his music's good. Nah. I mean, you know, I'm going to just keep listening to his music. Hey, you know what I'm saying? And, and <laughs> he know? put some shit out after he went to jail. And I vibed to that shit. When he made that boring off my music, I was like, oh, turn it up, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But right. it don't mean that I'm going to go out here do it to a fucking 14-year-old, bro. Like, like some of this shit, you know, we we can be overly powerful about and overly vocal about how we want to defend and stand strong about shit. But that shit don't be mattering, bro. Like, you know, and 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 we'll go out and make a post every other every other day and say, you know, cops to kill Breonna Taylor and get arrested yet. And then like shoot down somebody who who like door to door in your neighborhood trying to make a change. My nigga, that's a voice. You feel me? Like that's the voice right there. Your little fucking Facebook status ain't making no change, bro. And we we spend a whole lot of time because, you know, the, the people that we see locally, they just ain't big enough to to be what we feel like is effective. But like reaching out and saying your shit on social media and putting a tag on it, so that when somebody search that tag, your shit get to pop up with it, bro. You're not, you know what I'm saying? Like you haven't given yourself an outlet to become that big of an idea to where you get to turn your nose up at the motherfuckers who on the who who like foot to the ground trying to do this shit. Because there's niggas out here who want that real change and they got a plan and they got an idea about it, but they just don't have the outlet. You feel me? They not, they not the the. I got two million followers because I dropped a platinum album, motherfucker. They just somebody who, who got a better understanding of life. They got a message, and we don't want to hear that shit because they're not coming with the shit that that we know and recognize as being popular. Well, we got we got people that you know this generation. I don't know how like, you know, uh, into like listening to some of the stuff that you are, but we got this whole generation now that's like discarding some of our uh, black revolutionaries due to, you know, their, their, uh, some of the, some of the aspects of the past. Right. And so it's, it's, it's all ad hominem attack. You feel me at the end of the day, you know, I mean, I don't have to like the individual to understand that they, um, might have been speaking common sense or or sense at at a point, and um, that's why it's just good to it's good to listen. Jordan Peterson said, you know, uh, I've probably said this before too. You know, listen to listen to everybody as if they know something you don't know. You know, uh, and a lot of people once they start hearing things they don't know. They put their fingers in the ear like, kid, la, 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 I don't want to hear nothing you got to say, right? So we got people like like Eldridge Cleaver. Now, uh, I think it, 
<laughs> it's funny because uh, it, it kind of goes back to the uh, red flag kind of situation in a sense, right? So Eldridge, Eldridge Cleaver wrote a book who was, you know, prominent New York Black Panther. Um, I don't really like Eldridge Cleaver like that. I think Eldridge Cleaver had a big hand in dismantling the Black Panthers. Um, he was beating the shit out of Catherine Cleaver like a motherfucker. And um, he wrote this book called Soul on Ice where he talks about um, how he was raping Black women um, to, to practice as practice runs um, to raping white women to kind of to teach white women a lesson. Um, you know, all that's problematic as fuck, <laughs> right? As fuck. Like, there's no, there's he, nothing. He wrote that shit. He wrote that shit after he was locked up and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then then he, he, he came to the realization that he thought it was inhumane and, and wasn't right, you know, but he did it. All right. Um, so he was he was out here like a serial serial raper, right? Captain Cleaver, light skinned woman, right? Sister, but light skinned black woman, right? So light skinned black woman. Um, but when it when it when it comes to a lot of his ideas concerning black liberation, he had a lot of good ideas. Um, he was willing to die and fight for it at that time. Um, and even go against police. He wasn't over here, you know, chanting and getting on, on getting on his knee and so on and so forth. So, so when, when you when you read up on on Eldridge Cleaver, you can't discard everything that he's done, everything that he said because of uh, some of the fucked up shit that he's done in his life, right? But when it comes to red flags, Eldridge Cleaver died a conservative. Uh, um, with 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 a lot of ideologies, Christian man, idea, a whole bunch of ideologies outside of what he initially had, and you can look into that and look at you know uh, the fact that he I, I feel like made an excuse about fucking white women. He wanted he wanted to fuck white women. He was turned on by white women, you know, and like light skinned women. He had this you know this fetish and this kind of thing going on. But anyway. Um, but it's just, it's just, you know, you gotta take, you gotta take the good with the bad. Um, and I don't mean that you have to accept the bad, but you have to just understand that everything, everybody good come with some negatives. And if you just discard the whole person, you, you, you miss out on a lot of, uh, good information. Um, and, uh, I mean, how much good are you really getting without the negative though? My nigga, like you can't. Are you gonna tell somebody some shit you ain't really dealt with and, and failed with though? As yeah. as as somebody on a major platform, bro, you're not gonna, you know, if a nigga tell me that he got all the plans and shit together for what's some shit we talk financial literacy, bro, and you ain't never had a fucked up transaction or something that set you all the way back, I don't think you know what you're talking about. You feel me? Like it's good to have ideas and, and shit like that, but how you gonna coach me through the shit that I'm dealing with if you ain't dealt with that shit though? Right. So, bro, fuck it, dog. If you want to be a marriage count and you on wife number three because you was cheating and shit, it's like, like my <laughs> nigga, I know that you know what you say. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna, you know, I I don't take 
nothing nobody say is like 100% fact, but I will take bits and pieces of everything that I hear from anybody and add that shit to my little, my little motherfucking repertoire. You know what I'm saying? Right, but right. It don't Man, necessarily. As, as many dumb things as Steve Harvey has said in terms of relationship, he says something that makes sense. You know, as many, I mean, but he, he, he says some things that make sense. As many dumb things as a, even a Derek Jackson has said, there's been a time, a, a time, <laughs> I've heard someone been like, he made he made some sense. Yeah, I've, I've know? heard that nigga say like, don't marry somebody that you got red flags from. Okay, bro. Right. The, the common sense shit, but that nigga ain't that nigga ain't giving me no like for real thought. Well, but I, I know what you're you, you, saying. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I, so you know, I, just, you know, I just don't fuck with either one of them two. Them the two niggas. Two niggas that I'm just completely like, Brad, kill yourself. But yeah, I get it though. You know what I'm saying? But you gotta be able to part of that shit is being relative to the motherfucker to your audience though. Like they don't know what the hell you talking about, though. They're not gonna be able to feel that shit. I was looking at some shit from uh Neil deGrasse Tyson, nigga. And I be looking at his videos and shit. But sometimes I'll be listening to Brad and I'll be like, like if I have to pause, I have to pause that nigga shit sometimes, right? <laughs> and go Google what he just said. And I don't think that I'm like no dumbass dude or no shit like that, right? But I should be able to understand what you're saying. And sometimes when I be feeling like when I'm talking to people and they ask me about some shit that they know that I read or, or try to figure out on my own, and I'll be like, you know what? Sometimes I think motherfuckers don't necessarily not get this shit. But the same way, I just need that shit to be said to me in my language, though, bro. Like, I don't need you to throw it at me and convolute the shit with this extended-ass vocabulary and all you really say. Like, I don't need 35 Wait, time out, time out, time out, time out. You, you, mean, you mean Michael Eric Dyson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Neil deGrasse. You said Neil deGrasse. <laughs> bro got some... But, but, but see, bro, bro's ideas... Come more from uh, I'm gonna I'm say that there there's confusion with his shit too, because he knows his 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 shit goes beyond what the fuck we consider to be like common knowledge though. Hell yeah, but so, but, so, but see he'll say it to you he'll say it to you in plain speak. Yeah yeah he give me? it to you he give it to yeah. you where you get it. That's so that so, was, so you get some speak. you get some you get some crazy physics fucking. Yeah, like you get some crazy shit real easily because of the, how how he breaks it down. So I get what you're saying. Like it, may, it yeah. still makes sense. Yeah, I misspoke. You know what I'm saying? But but he give it to you. But but he give you like some shit. You still both of them niggas. I, I will say that brothers break it down and give it to you. But sometimes you just kind of want to know, like even even the basic shit, bro. Like motherfucker could be speaking to you about, you know, colors or. or dog breeze or some shit. Sometimes you just need a motherfucker to say, hey man, you just can't do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just say that it can't be done. Sometimes you don't have to explain the whys and all of that shit because everybody don't need that and everybody don't require that shit to, to fall in line or begin their own process with thought and 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 making shit relative to their own life and what they're going to bring but, to the but situation. But who's not? Who's not? Who's, who's doing, who's processing thought, right? Like really processing it and not asking why because that that's that's part of the that's part of the process right a lot like of people, part of the process is understanding 
No, no, no. But see, that's the, that's that's the thing, though. It's it's not for a lot of people because that's not people the don't people. Think. But that's that's the people that aren't the leaders. You know what I'm saying? That's back to what I was saying. Like some people just need to know, like what the fuck the end game is. Some people you just need to say, hey, we need to get to that green line down there. It's gonna be obstacles in the way. We gotta figure this shit out. And they're gonna be like, shit, bro. Just give me like a little pistol and some boots, and I'm gonna go do my shit. But they don't require an understanding of historically why that green line is the marker or, or what the fuck we fighting for on the way, because everybody ain't programmed that way. And you so, and and we don't need to expect that everybody needs to have all the information because everybody ain't put here and everybody's goal is not to lead this shit. Some people just ready to fucking fight. So I get, I get what you're saying, right? But I think that understanding why you're doing what you're doing is, is important. Um, so I'll give, I'll give you an example. I had to pull up because it's a long quote, right? But you, you got Fred Hampton, right? He has this video that I really like where, um, you know, you got a black man running down some policy to him that he's trying to get or, or, or something that he's trying to get going on. And uh, Fred Hampton's looking at the paperwork and he says, where's the education? And the guy says, you know, it's, it's in there. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't see it. And he's like, like, I don't see it like written up. And, uh, you know, he says with no education, so this is a quote, he says, with no education, you have neo-colonialism instead of colonialism. Like you've gotten Africa now and like you've gotten Haiti. So what we're talking about is there has to be an education program that's very important. As a matter of fact, reading is so important for us that a person has to go through six weeks of our political education before he can consider himself a member of the party, able to even run down ideology for the party. Why? Because if they don't have an education, then we're nowhere. They're right. nowhere uh, because they don't even know why they're doing what they are doing. Uh, and he goes on, but he goes on to talk about, oh yeah, he goes, uh, you might get people caught up in the emotion of this movement. You might be able to get them caught up because they're poor and they, and they want something. And then if you're not educated, uh, they'll want more. And before you know it, they'll be uh, capitalists. And before you know it, they'll be Negro imperialists. And, and, and so knowing why you're fighting for what you're fighting for is, is very important in my opinion. I mean, he just explained it well, and I, I like that quote. Um, everybody can pull up that video where he's talking to the brother. But uh, yeah, I mean, understanding why you're doing what you're doing um, is important, and and even and even the and, and and what's deeper than that is I think that once you're really woke, like really woke, and you really understand, uh, you won't have no problem being smart, being educated, understanding, and still being an Indian to achieve. I get what you're saying. I just don't know that that. 100% like there's no fallacy in that quote. You feel me? Like, like I'm not opposed to the quote at all. I mean, there's, there's nothing that I see as like an issue, but we speaking about the people that we're not in communication with. And this is just through standard, regular, everyday living through however long I've been on this planet. A lot of motherfuckers just don't take that information 
of what they doing. You feel me? This is like regular standard everyday work shit. Like we've known niggas that we work with that don't need to know the fucking reason why. They just need to know what they doing. And we know it because we've had communications where we've questioned them about like, and you get those answers like, I mean, I don't give a fuck what it is. I just came to make a check. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Like they don't have no no full, no full. And that's that's like on a lower, that's like the, you know, as, as basic as it can get. But that shit plays over when 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 you're when you're concerned about it is at a minimum there, like it's not gonna grow just because the fucking the fight grew. You still gonna be that same person because I don't, I don't think that people change on that basic level of who they are. You feel me? If you hadn't been concerned about it before, then you gotta know you gotta know the strengths of the people that's around you because some people is just gonna be like that person. Like, bro, this is what we need done. And they gonna fucking get it done, but they're not, they're not requiring to be at the same level as you as far as understanding. They just gonna come back, report to you like, hey, bro, what we got next? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not against what, what that quote said at all. I think that quote was speaking to the motherfuckers who gonna step to the front and okay. give purpose to whatever it is that we're fighting for. Right, right. I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, right? Um, cause to some extent, you know, what you're, what you're saying makes sense when it comes down to, um, getting done what needs to get done. Um, but then what, right? Like, like from there, from there, then what, right? Um, because in a lot of the, in a lot of the societies that we have to, um, use as data and use as examples, you know, those are places that are being ran, right? And they're being ran by like monarchies and, you know, your followers guy, you don't have, you don't know why you're following them. You know, you just, you know, you just grew up following that family. <laughs> he's the king. Mom told me he's the king. You know, like he runs shit because he's always ran shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and that, that gets shit done, right? You know, uh, <laughs> to, 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 to a great extent, right? Because the more questions you're going to ask, the, the, the easier it's going to be able to talk yourself out of doing some shit. Potentially, right? So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'll be the first one to say, and, and this is me always talking about logic and whatnot. You know, the, the statement I believe might be more ideological because we don't have anything to base it upon. Uh, the quote that I read, anyway, uh, might be more ideological because we really don't have anything to base it upon, right? What what group of people have all the knowledge of what is going on that's fighting for the whole? Right. I don't think a lot of them. Right. A lot of them are just taught this is what you're supposed to do. And so they so they function that way. Um, but. But I think the blueprint that you're basing things off of is going to get you what you what you design. And I don't think that what what grows from that blind follow following is. uh one is 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 good. One, I think it's easy to flip that person, right? It's 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 harder to flip a person who who has deeply ingrained beliefs in what they're doing than you know just follow for benefit or follow because other people told them to. They can get flipped with with somebody that has greater benefit, you know, or somebody that sounds better, right? Um, and two, what kind of society is, does that get you? Like, like, 
critical thinking uh, intelligence wise. I, I don't really know. I mean, but on both levels, you don't have to have a lot of, like, you just got to have conviction. You feel me? To, to roll with some shit. And if you flipping a motherfucker, they don't have that same belief. No matter what the fuck that level of, there's niggas who get flipped who have a full ass understanding, but there's an easier route out. But there's niggas who stand strong who you thought, you know what I'm saying? Didn't well, I don't know if that's actually flipped. I don't know if that's actually flipped then, right? Because if it's the same, if the outcome is the same, you didn't get flipped. You just changed uh, your route to it, right? So I think at the end of the day, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X wanted the same outcome. They just went about it two different ways. I wouldn't say, you know, one, one, one got flipped or one is flipped. You feel me? I think flipped is more so individually, right? Like you, you, you know, okay, uh, you know, you do a JJ. You feel me? It's an individual thing. That's flipped. Now you're on the other side because it works out better for you. But fuck everything that you were saying before and the main goal that you were fighting for before. Right. So, so what I'm saying, like, so when I say this, just let me know if I'm using flip in a way that we have a misunderstanding. Um, somebody who would oppose the fucking fight, like your level of conviction is going to be, it ain't determined on how much you know about this shit. It's just determined on what you believe. There's motherfuckers who are stronger in a fight because they believe in their leader. The motherfuckers who got a, who, who are looking at, who are looked at as an equal to the leader that you, you've been holding there. You feel me? Like there's niggas who have all this same shit and they hold the same rank as a nigga like Malcolm X, bro. They don't have the same belief in this shit and that nigga can be made to turn. And there's a soldier who, who just know the plan. Like this is what we need to get to and he going to fight for that shit. But it's his his faith in that that in whatever it is that he's going to is a lot stronger than the motherfucker who knew more. You feel you, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So so you feel like uh, you feel like not necessarily having the understanding, but having the drive and the conviction uh, is more important than if that's your role. Because there's niggas who don't need to know everything because that ain't right. how they operate. You know what I'm saying? Some niggas, if you yeah, start, they throw too much how, at them. They like, whoa, right. whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Nah, bro, just tell me. Like, like niggas. <laughs> right, right, right. You feel me? Like, like when you, that's why when you go out and you see motherfuckers doing construction, you got a foreman. That's the nigga with the plans and shit. He don't got to go tell these niggas all the plans. He told one nigga that, hey, this is where I need concrete laid at. And that nigga know how to lay concrete. So he's going to go out, measure, get everything square, pour that shit. But he don't need to know how the fuck the sheetrock going to go inside of that shit when it's up. Because that ain't his business. And he don't want to know that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. He just wants well, to. So that comes down to personal decision then, right? Personal decision and what you was fucking given. Some niggas is born with that ability. That's why everybody ain't fucking ed. that's why everybody ain't successful for what we consider success to be and that's subjective you feel me but everybody don't understand and interpret information the same so we don't like, like I had to grow into learning that shit right because there was a time where 
I felt like if I understood something a certain way, that everybody understood it that way. Right. And it took a long time for me to get that, bro. It took a long time for me to understand that what I considered to not necessarily be hard work, there was people that would freak out and be right. like, man, I can't do it. And I used to be I like, man, stop fucking bitching. You know right. what I'm saying? But it, there was, there was, it just took, and this was like late 20s, bro. Like, damn near the age that I'm at now where I was like, you know what? Everybody just ain't programmed to do this shit because niggas came from different backgrounds. Niggas came from different, you know, like my background is one where, nigga, if you don't do it, it don't get done. Don't you get know done. what I'm saying? So I ain't have a whole lot of options. You feel me? I'm the oldest of my siblings. And my parents used to be like, hey, this what need to get done today. If my sister decided she wanted to lay in the bed <laughs> or my brother decided he wanted to go outside and play, Nigga, they not going to come back and go to them. They going to come back and come to me like, why didn't this shit get done? So a lot of times I took it upon myself like, man, y'all going to sit the fuck down. I got it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But my drive is different because of shit like that. And I don't know necessarily, bro. I could have been the youngest kid and felt the same way about it. That just ain't how I grew up. So I can't I can't judge and make it a thing based on something that simple like uh, age gap or, or no shit like that. But inherently, as far as I know myself, I've always been to go get it the fuck done without, without you know what I'm saying, wanting to have a whole lot of people involved in what I do. But I've also been around motherfuckers that feel like they can't do the same shit without help. And I'm not a help-asking nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. not a, hey, man, I need you to come do this with me. Like, nah, bro, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But that's, that's, a, that's a, you know, I don't want to say like skill set, but... That's that's a way of approaching shit, and that's just how I operate. But I also know motherfuckers who better able at other shit than me. You know, if you came to me and you was like, hey, man, I got this idea for this business, you feel me? Like, I can give you thought on that shit, but don't put me in control of, like, managing how the money works and doing all that other shit. Because at that point, I'm just like, nah, tell me what need to get done, and I'm going to get shit done, but... Nigga, I don't want to handle finances. You feel me? Um, if you want me to talk to somebody, I can handle shit like that. But don't put me in charge of the numbers. Don't put me in charge of paperwork. That's not no shit that I want to do. It's not shit that I feel comfortable doing. So I think I think there's a trust factor involved, right? Uh-huh. Uh, that that would that has to be there, right? Because if you know, I think for somebody to fall back, for you to fall back and let them take care of the finances, you got to trust that they're not going to try to screw you on the finances. And they got to trust that I'm going to do what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. But that's why you just don't go into business with everybody, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, I mean, this is this this business of revolution, you know, I mean, obviously it ain't going to be everybody, but it's going to take, it's going to take, it's going to take the the whole of us. You feel me? So, so, so at what point, how do we, we're going to have to correct the way we think. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to have to correct uh, and be more, be more uh, introspective. Into, into knowing who we are individually, right? Like play your position, know your position and play your position. If you're not the thinker, you're just not that thing. You're just not the thinker, bro. Right, you right. Me? And if you want to be the thinker, work hard to become the thinker. If you're the doer, uh, you know. Um, do shit. Tr- trust the process and do shit. But see, like a lot, of, a lot of what we're dealing with is everybody wants to learn how to pilot the plane and we ain't even ready to get this bitch off the ground. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Like, and that's why I be saying, yeah, and that's why I be, that's why I be making the statement that everybody ain't 
supposed to try to lead this shit, but everybody's been given the same outlet to information. And you can tell, bro, you know, and I'm pretty sure you've heard it the same way I've heard it, but we've heard motherfuckers recite information to us because they've read something. Right. And, you know, this shit that I've read, and when I ask a question, it's like, yeah, but what you got from that? Like, I don't want you to just say it back. It's the same shit you said earlier. You know what I'm saying? The same conversation we had earlier, but I'm like, are you able to interpret this knowledge and make it your own? Or are you just able to tell me what this motherfucker said? Because, I mean, it sounds good to some people. You feel me? Like, like I used right. to have one of my exes, you feel me? She was like, yeah, I want to, you know, date this dude, blah, 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 because, you know, he able to recite scripture. And I had a conversation with this nigga. He able to recite this scripture and I'm like, bro, you you know, you reciting scripture from the Bible ain't relative to what we're doing right now. You know, number one, <laughs> number one, like I, you know, I dare not, I dare not say it out loud in front of a whole lot of people, but that shit ain't real. That's number right. one. Number two, <laughs> like, what are you saying in there? Anything that you say in there, I can give you a real life scenario on why the fuck that's not a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can tell you this, I can do that. But you, the only thing that you're able to do is combat that shit with another, uh, another, another scripture. Another scripture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you ain't able to live your life, because that ain't what's happening outside of that church, bro. Like, right. you can, once, once you leave that church, you feel me? You telling me, you know, well, in Leviticus, such and such, like, my nigga, no, like, we're here now. You feel me? Or, or when somebody pull up with a gun and you start this bullshit, I know, bro, there's, there's no gun in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. Like, like there are they, weapons they weren't thinking about against that. you that will prosper, my nigga. You <laughs> feel me? And it's not no, you feel me? And I and I won't resolve myself to to if it's my time, it's my time. That ain't how that shit worked because I was getting right. a gun also. Right. So nah, it's about to be his time. You know now, what I'm saying? It's, it's an eye for an eye, right? Or you feel me? But or your but, eye before my eye, right? You feel me? Or or, or like when you want to speak to me about you know, how revenge and, and, and creating balance and shit is not ours. And it's like, bro, you saying this shit from a guy who took a whole fucking planet out for a couple people on a boat, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? You talking about, you telling me that in the church is is, is wrong to gamble and shit, but there was a wager made and bro took Job whole fucking sons and land and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Off of there's a wager, my nigga, just because he wanted to see if he was going to keep praying. There's a wager on our souls today. You know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? Right. But I, you know, I don't necessarily be having them conversations with a lot of niggas because the niggas who say this shit to me, bro, have a, a they have a skill set though. And there's a specific set of verses that they decide they want to remember and say back to you. But like nigga, every religious text that that they put out here at some point, I've read through these motherfuckers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't say this shit because I believe in following and this is my focus, but my nigga, at some point, there's a selfish part of me that, that wants to win so bad that I'll read the Bible, my nigga, just so that when you come at me with that shit, I can't lose that argument with you. I can kill it, right. And kill I'm gonna do that shit, you feel me? Exactly. And, and when you say, well, nah, fuck that, you wrong, I'm gonna pull this Quran out. I got one of these too, bro. And I can, we can do that. You know what I'm saying? Or if you want to say, nah, well, I ain't even religious. I practice Buddhism. I know that motherfucker too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's, like whatever let's you talk want. about it. And this and this is this is just purely selfish me not wanting to fucking lose a debate. Right. You feel let's me? Talk but, about, let's talk about spiritual enlightenment. You, wanna, you feel me? Nirvana. Where, 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 where you want to go with it? You, you know feel me? 
but on, but but on that path, that path only happened because I I've always had that that innate like just fucking want to know more than what I knew yesterday. You feel me? Like at some point, if I lay my head down tonight, and I wasn't, I didn't know, I wasn't smarter than I was fucking two days ago. I know that the failure that I feel, nigga, rests purely inside of me. Ain't got shit to do with nobody else. But I need to know this information, bro. And and it, it can be as simple as me wanting to win that argument. And on the grand scheme of shit, it's because my nigga, I've never resolved myself to just fucking taking the information that somebody gave me. I, I need to know it, and I need to know the inside and out of everything that you're saying to me. So, so what it boils what it boils down to is this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and this and 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 Juicy J started it. You know what I mean? Right. But if, if if people out here can't see how everything we just discussed is kind of interconnected and intertwined in, in psychology and the way that people think, then, you know what I mean, go back and really, and really check it out, you feel me? Because we're talking, about, we're talking about hive mind. We're talking about not asking questions. We're talking about not being... Uh, not 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 following your own uh, your own um, uh, thought process. You feel me? Just jumping on what what other people are are saying and doing. You feel me? We're talking about like like latching on to to preset idea ideologies and everything. Fabricate like it, it, it's all connected. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then so when when I go like where I started off from was, you know, it's just music. Yeah, in a sense, right? Because it's, that's just the that's just the start of something bigger. There's a there's a saying where it's like, you know, the uh, the 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 um because the what was it? Because the the nail was loose, um, the horse's shoe fell off. Because the horse's shoe fell off, the horse. Uh, collapsed because the horse collapsed. The rider fell off the horse because the rider fell off the horse. Uh, the message wasn't delivered, and because the message wasn't delivered, the army lost the war. And you can always start off with it was just a nail, it was just a song, but That's everything's it. everything's connected. Small things have big meanings. The point of red flags is to catch it before <laughs> it, it affects you. And back away from it, yeah. You know I mean, or, or or try to create a change within it, not not wait for it to hurt you because it's no longer a red flag. It's it's an actuality. You know what I'm saying? But I think you know. I think that's a good place for us to end it. You feel me? Anybody got any comments, concerns? You know, anything like that? You feel me? Uh, leave a comment. Leave a concern. Leave a question. Leave a disagreement. Definitely. You feel me? You got anything else to say, Tay? I don't, man. No. <laughs> right. So uh, please like. You know what I mean? Make sure you subscribe. Uh, and share. Hit, and share. Hit that notification point right there for us, please. So you get notified when we come out with new uh, episodes. Um, hopefully, if everything go right, our next episode is going to be about episode seven, where we were discussing, you know, uh, some some disagreements we had between, you know, um, ideas of what men and women's roles are and how we feel things differently. Uh, We're going to discuss that with a group of, a group of women. 
you know so we're always open to discuss these things have conversations and so on and so forth so appreciate y'all tuning in you know this was another episode of power powder and dollars and we out no doubt yeah if i'm gone i'm going in a blaze of glory middle finger to the niggas that did nothing for me revolutionary suicide malcolm x i ain't tripping off niggas it's on that stupid shit i be on that militant mind that revolution shit i spit the real niggas better get used to this i kill beats and murder whatever booth i'm in i ain't talking peace i ain't on that martin luther shit because when you black they busting no matter who you with yeah these niggas live fast and they die young and they don't know the past so they die dumb